This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott! For the touchdown! No flags! Cowboys lead! Des Bryant out of the witness protection program and trying for the end zone! How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas! Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the Cowboys! Cowboy Nation, how the hell are you? This is Jono. I'm going solo today. Just today, I will have my crew in uh, possibly Thursday, Thursday or Friday. But I'm trying to get the fans' perspective here, and I got a big fan out there, Tyler Harris, uh, with 24-7 Cowboys. It's called Cowboys 24-7. I'm sorry. Cowboys 24-7. It's a talk group on Facebook. Hit a big like on there. I love seeing Tyler's videos, and he's going to join the, the show here with me. And uh, we're going to go over the Buffalo game and uh, what's been going on with the Cowboys. So hang tight, and uh, let's get this thing rolling here with uh, Tyler. Hey, by the way, folks, we appreciate all the comments the likes the reviews the the big itunes you guys are putting putting in a good word for us so we appreciate that whenever we're on we do our best so god bless and i know that steve's had a lot of things to do this week but he'll be back on the show possibly tomorrow or thursday so that's what we got going let's give a big shout out to uh tyler right now who's out there all right take four take four Take four. Take four, Brian. Take four. Cowboy Nation, how the hell are you? This is Jono, and uh, I know you're not doing good because of the whole Thanksgiving football game, and uh, I got a couple of my partners here that just went uh, missing in action after that game. But I tell you what, uh, we got Tyler Harris. He's part of uh, Cowboys 24-7 talk group on Facebook. He's going to be on the show coming up here. It's all about fan perspective, and why not get it from a guy who's got great videos, great blogs he puts up. I I mean, I love this guy, big-time Cowboy fan, and that's Tyler Harris. Tyler, you out there? Hey, Jono, what's up, man? Hey, Tyler. I just uh, told the folks out there, you're a big Cowboy fan, and uh, I love watching your little short videos, man. You, What you express out there, bro, is exactly how we feel. I, I mean, that's exactly how I feel, and I watch you, and I just, uh, you know, I'm normal. I'm normal because there's another person out there thinking just the exact same shit as I'm thinking. How are you, man? Good, man. I'm doing real good. Thanks for having me on. And I don't think we're normal. I think we're abnormal, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there isn't. There is. I mean, it's our pet. It's our love. My wife said to me, she's not a Cowboy fan. She's not a football fan at all. She says to me, how do you, how do you like a team that loses all the time? And you know what I said to her? So if I lost my job or I got I got legs cut off or something, you're going to leave me because I'm not normal. I, I, don't, I don't win now, right? And and she just walked away. I got her there. Don't, don't you think that I, I made the right call on that? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, bro, you've seen it. I, I hope you ate your turkey beforehand because uh, that got a little ugly in a hurry, and we're just kicking back and going, when is this firepower, when's this wick going to be lit up here? When's this firepower going to happen? And it just, it, it seemed like the game went so fast. It did. It got out of hand in a quick hurry, man. And I'm starting to think that all this talk, you know, you hear Zeke out there in the media. He said, you know, we're a great team and we're going to show it. Well, when, you know, we're after Thanksgiving here, it's crunch time. And we've seen one good week against Philadelphia, what this team could be on all sides of the ball. And every other week, it's been a disaster in some fashion. I'm tired of it, man. Tyler, back it up to that. I want to know. Is that Philadelphia uh, – is is that a trophy on the wall, though, after what we just seen with them in Miami? I mean, we're not see- – we, we have not played a good team on a win level. I mean, we, everyone that we're beating is like we're the, we're the bullies on this little left wing of the school and that there's no one there but little kids. I, 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 I just can't – emphasize maybe the Eagles aren't that good anymore you know a month removed from the game you're right at the time it looked like that was a signature victory but since then you know look what they've become so you're on to something there that might not have been anything so yeah I mean here here we are keep keep uh, raising that moose head of a Philadelphia Eagle right on that above the fireplace but they're nothing right now you get beat by Miami you lost all credential in the NFL. We can't beat yeah, good teams. No. Anyway. No, we can't. You know, we uh, we played we played tough early in the season against the Saints. We lost by two. I thought that was okay, but that was against the backup quarterback. We should have won that game. Two costly fumbles. You know, story of our life. Defense came to play. The offense couldn't get it going. Next week at home against the Packers, we start late. We have a big comeback. Defense can't stop Rodgers late. You know, against the Jets the following week, you know, we get into a big hole again. And I hate to say this, but there's a big theme here. We start slow. It's coaching. They're not prepared. The fan base knows it. It's Garrett's fault. Something has to be addressed. Okay. That's great that you're bringing this up because I think you and me may be going a little different, Rod, on this. But here, here's my call. If, if it is Garrett. And I'm not saying that I, I've seen this. Uh, I, I I've seen Richie Cunningham throw the red flag where everyone's saying don't throw it or whatever. But in any case, he he doesn't seem very effective on the sideline. But the story to this is Jerry Jones runs the team. Jerry Jones does everything. Dion just came out and said, "What do you expect from a guy that can't really do anything about anything?" Can we get – we can't get the Sean Paytons. We can't get these guys. If if everyone's out there saying uh, we we got to get Myers uh, on, on our sideline as the head coach, we've even had that uh, New England offensive coordinator being, being brought up. But these are guys that I feel that are going to be secondary. We've had Jimmy Johnson. We've had Bill Parcell. The, these guys have left. The, these guys have said, you know what, I can't, I can't do it. And why can't they do it? Because I don't think they have the reins to do it. We have a, we had a draft core here of our guys. Check this out, Tyler. This is amazing. We've got Joe Jackson, Donovan Wilson, Mike Weber, Jalen Jelks, Jelks, 
Tristan Hill, Connor McGovern, and Tony Pollard. And I, we're, we're only seeing second string on Ty, Ty, Tristan Hill and Tony Pollard. Everyone else is third string or they've, they've never made the team. So my point is, even our drafts aren't really that good anymore. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't go that far to say that we aren't drafting well. You know, we had to give up that first to get Amari Cooper. You know, that's of course, yeah. unfortunate that that happened, you know. But, you know, they did make a mistake on their second-round pick, but it looks like they hit something with that Jackson defensive lineman from Miami. It looks like they got that Alumba corner. He looks like he might develop into something. And, of course, Pollard has been pretty good, right? So I think overall the draft was okay, and I don't really credit that to Jerry, myself, or even Garrett. I think Will McClay and Stephen Jones are behind player personnel, and I think they do a pretty good job. Okay. But going back to what you said about Jerry, you know, the buck does stop with him, and it's going on 25 years since the glory days that he and his ego messed up. You know, that 90s team could have won four or five Super Bowls. No question. We were the New England Patriots back then. Yeah, we were, and his ego got in the way, and I think he knows that, you know. I don't want to sound morbid, but his time is running out, and I think he understands that he has gotten in the way the last 20 years, and hopefully the next Do you really think that, though? Do you think higher. that? I do think that. I, uh, You know, maybe that's the optimism in me, but I do think that he knows that he's made some mistakes, and he's he's owned up to that at different times in the media, saying, you know, his biggest regret was not getting Romo a, a Super Bowl, and he admitted that that was his fault. And that's one of the the big the big things that comes out of his mouth the last ten years is like, oh my God, I failed Romo, you know. And I think that he understands that time's running out for him. He's not getting any younger. So, what is your call on uh, on these big contracts and soon to be another big contract with uh, Prescott? And now today and. Last night, I was seeing uh, reports that uh, rumors now, quote unquote, that Amari Cooper may not be here next year. What's your call? Yeah, I'll just start out by saying I'm a huge Prescott fan. So I think that Dak's going to get a pretty big deal. I think he'll sign anywhere between 34 and 35 million when it's all said and done. And I believe he's earned it. And we'll just move on from that. I think he's, he's earned the money. We have to pay the quarterback, and he's the least of our concerns. But as far as Cooper and Byron Jones, there's rumors they want to leave. You know, I think that goes with the territory of losing, right? I don't think you'll see a quote in the media of those guys saying that. It's clickbait. People are saying, oh, we're going to lose them to free agency because we're losing right now. You know, if they don't want to be here, they won't be here. But I think Jerry's going to open the checkbook and offer both of those players pretty big money. And we'll see if it works out. You know, so far after extending Zeke and Tank, we're not getting the return on investment, so buyer beware. You know, right, be right. What you wish for. Well, buy beware is great. Uh, great, what you're saying there. And I, I got to ask you this: when you're sitting at a restaurant and the waiter, the way you're going to tip this waiter, okay? Do you tip him on based on the beginning of the night or the ending of the night or the whole or, or the ending of the night? Of ending course. of the night, obviously. My point is, I thought what Dak didn't do on that last series with Buffalo, with that, with that fourth down play. I or no was was that was that the week before? It was a fourth down and four, and we're we're right there in the end zone 
Uh, that could have been this week. I don't. I'm in Jamaica. I, I'm losing focus on which game I was watching. But it was fourth down and four, or fourth down and three, and he did not even get the ball close to Zeke on a little swing pass there. And I'm like, dude, those are the plays that you have to make. The, the, just get the ball to him. I just let let him have an opportunity to catch it. And uh, yeah, you know that's the old Prescott coming out with the bad mechanics and. You hate to see that, you know, he has developed and kind of gotten rid of that this year, but the ugly head did come out and rear itself in that play. And, you know, he was under pressure all night. Our offensive line wasn't wasn't blocking it up, so he was getting happy feet a little bit. But no excuse. If you're going to be a top-tier quarterback, you have to get that ball out there and see what happens. And that like fall- I said, he's the leader. Yeah. So he'll, he'll, he'll address that, you know, but that was an ugly, ugly pass. I agree. And our defense, our defense, we're talking about $105 million. $105 million we've given to this uh, defensive end that's only got five sacks. I, I mean, come on. Where where do we learn? Where where do we focus here on, on where to give the money out to? Because you know what? It was, it was Beasley that came into town, and he put on a clinic. He put on a show. And at the end, you know, he said, I, I miss you guys and everything. I, you know, he would have – $10 million just seems like it could have been arranged. What, what do you, what's your call on that? You know, I'm glad you brought up the defense. I'll get back to that. But, yes, Beasley, you know, I, I like Beasley as a player. In the media, he tends to run his mouth a little bit too much for my liking, but he is a good player. He has good rapport here. He's from the Dallas area. We probably should have paid him and, you know – rewarded him for his efforts but now he's gone he, he got paid I I get it it sucks to see him eat our heart out out there but good for him he probably enjoyed his Thanksgiving a lot more than us but uh <laughs> yeah did, getting back pal. to that defense man I think that uh I think the defense has been the dig- the biggest disappointment this season by far they came in when, with all that hype from last year they signed Tank to the big contract the hot boys this the hot boys that and I really think that they just started to uh sniffed themselves a little too much. They got a little too confident, and they've been by far the biggest disappointment on the entire team. The defensive line's not producing like we had hoped. The linebackers aren't nearly as good as last year. And outside of Byron Jones, the secondary's a complete disaster. And it's really top to bottom a joke, in my opinion. It's, it's sad to see. No, you're, you're definitely right. But again, you know what? We could, we could look at the DBs and we could take shots at them left and right. But if you got five, six Mississippi, I guarantee you Tyler Harris back there with five and a half seconds to throw the ball, he will find someone. All right? That, that's, that's the bottom You're line. absolutely right. I, I mean, I can't, I can't guard a guy for five and a half seconds. He, he's going to find opening to where he's going to line that ball right to me. I, I just I, I can't do it. So – I don't know what uh, every everyone's a jumping on the DBs. Let's look at the front four here. They have to get a little bit more pressure for them. I mean, th- that's just that's insane. Yeah, Demarcus Lawrence has been a huge disappointment this year, and uh, he got paid a humongous contract. I know he was coming off the injury because he got surgery late due to his contract dispute. Another front management miscue, in my opinion. But he was also being a little selfish. You know, these players, Tank, Zeke, a few others, they've held the team hostage and made them pay them the big money, and they're not living up to their end of the bargain. So, I, I agree 100%. And this week, uh, 
they're having kicker tryouts. In my mind, this is the very few kicks that I've seen a guy uh, miss at under like under 45 or 47, actually. So for them to put this guy under the guillotine, before you bring in all these kickers, why don't you look at yourselves here, coaching staff? Richard, your defense is paper. I mean, it's getting run over every time. We're as as a Cowboy fan, I'm hoping every time that you just stop them, just give them three points, and we get seven. Can you believe that, I, Tyler? You probably share the same view on that. Oh, absolutely! I completely agree with you. And you know, the kicker is—he's a problem, but he's the least of our problems, in my opinion. Yes, he's been missing some kicks. You could argue he's cost us some games, but the defense is by far the the bigger concern. Yeah, I I can't I cannot uh, blame the guy for missing a fifty seven. You're put you're putting him on a distance. This guy's kicked probably the longest field goals two of them in in the NFL this year, and we're gonna get rid of him because he missed a forty seven. Before we start putting him out there, you guys got to look at yourselves here. Your your defensive line coaches aren't doing the job. What, what is that? Uh, that's that uh, our, our guy that um, in that Miami football game. Uh, what, what was that? Uh, he he ran the ball backward. I, I don't know what they, he dropped the ball or something. I gotta look him up. I'm thinking of Jeff Goat. It wasn't Jeff Goat. Who was that? Yeah, he, that was uh, Leon Lett. Yes, Leon Lett. I mean, your your defensive line is horrible, Leon. Horrible. These these guys aren't doing anything right. What do you think about Bennett? Uh, yelling at the team and uh, c- calling him out, saying we we got to make a stand. I've heard some Cowboy fans get on him, like, "Who are you to say that about our Cowboys?" Well, what's your call on that? You know, it's pretty sad that a newcomer like him has to be the one getting the team riled up playing <laughs> the season. You know, you're I, right. That's all I have to say. I think it's pretty pathetic that all these other hot boys, you know, Jalen Smith, Tank Lawrence, you know, where's the leadership? You're yeah, right. Bennett that got signed three weeks ago. And he's the one with the battle cry. Right. That, that tells you all you need to know right there. Wow. Well said. Well said. You know what? You just got $105 million and you got $45 million, Jalen. You guys ought to step up and go, yes, and you know what? This and that. It's like, you know what? That's not my job. That is part of your job. You got to fire these guys up right now because it's going downhill. It's a cliff dive right now, man. We're giving up way oh, too much. Horrible. You let's know. let's Where's look the at fire. Where's the passion? You know, they look good in their suits. They look good, you know, marketing outside of the the game. You know, they're all getting their endorsements. They're looking good off the field. Where is the execution and the fire on the field? I want one of you guys to be a dog. You know, maybe Michael Bennett's that guy, but I want somebody that strikes fear in the opposing offense and gets everybody fired up. That's what we need, and we miss it, and we haven't had it in years. And, and the thing is, I mean, it's there. It's definitely there. Against the Patriots, we gave up 13, lost 13 to 9 there. Against the uh, against the Saints, what was that? A 12 to 9 game? 12 to 10. 12 yeah. to 10. 12 to 10. You're, you're, you, when you need to step it up, you're stepping it up. What the hell is happening here on the games like a uh like like where the hell is the Jets game? 24 the Jets? Are you kidding me? 24. We can't give up 24 to the Jets, all right? Uh, the, the Packers, I know. Coaching, man, I hate to say it. You know, they get up for these big games. They're prepared. They play hard. They hold these 
big, powerful, badass quarterbacks to 12 points, right? Well, I guess that was Teddy Bridgewater, but they hold Tom Brady to 13 points in a, in a monsoon. I get it. But they get up for the big games is my point, and then they play down to the competition, and they let somebody like Kirk Cousins hang 28 on them. Okay. Know? Or Jeff Driscoll. He, he's a backup quarterback. He hangs 27 on them. I just don't get it. You know, I just don't well, understand. Well, if if you don't get that, then there's got to be something to it, like like a horse race. Oh, the jockey is the head coach. All right, the horse he puts the horse in the position that it's got to be in. And if you're telling me you can't get these guys fired up and have them just think about, oh, it's the lonely jets. You guys don't have to worry about it. Everyone's picking you. Don't worry. You know what? That's when you're going. These guys. On the Jets team, too, guess what? They played at Alabama. They played at Auburn. These guys have seen winners. They're not just going to roll over and play dead because you're the Dallas Cowboys. I, I, I just think that we don't get fired up when we have to, and these guys just walk all over us, and I'm going to blame all the coaching staff, everyone that's got a microphone, everyone that's got an earpiece to them. You guys are responsible for this. You guys got to get them fired totally up, for agree. God's sake. <sighs> I know. You know, when you talk about coaching, it's from top to bottom. And the buck stop, stops with the head coach, obviously. But, you know, this is Chris Richard. It's, you know, Ron Marinelli. It's all of these guys, man. I mean, it, it's every single one of them. And Ben Bloom, the linebackers coach, I'd fire that guy yesterday. I mean, they've had such a bad drop-off in play. And it's inexcusable. They have a ton of talent. They probably have the deepest linebacking core in the NFL. And there's no results to show for it. And you know, and there's it, you know, I do think I do think this team, you know, they they're just way too arrogant. They think, yeah, we have the talent. We're going to roll into New York and Tyler. We're the Dallas Cowboys. We're, gonna beat them. we're the Dallas That's Cowboys. Think, we're the Dallas. We walk in the hotel. We're, we're like the old Ric Flair NWA. We walk in there, the, the jet, and there's all the beautiful women there. And I'm telling you. These teams get fired up for you guys. These teams, they circle the date that they got to play the Cowboys. Because guess what? In Washington, they just uh, sold tickets for four bucks for a football game. Not when the Dallas Cowboys come into town. Everything goes 600 to $700 a ticket because we're playing them. And it's going to happen this week again against the Chicago Bears. They're going to be fired up. They're going to be uh, ready for you. You know, it's uh, we we have to focus in on on the team, and we're not doing that. And uh, th- they're focusing, but we're not. You know, every game in a sixteen game schedule is a big game because at the end of the year, every win thank you helps get towards your your goal, right? And every loss hurts. It doesn't matter if it's to the Jets in a non conference game or not. That extra loss at the end of the year is going to mean either you're going on the road in the playoffs, you know, the difference between home field advantage and, you know, hosting a wild card game, or you're not making the playoffs at all. Every single game is a big deal. And Dallas hasn't understood that for years. And I don't, I don't know what to say. No, yeah, 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 you're saying it right there. The next four games, we got the bears doable. Their, their quarterback right now, has been uh, really uh, not there. We can If we get any pressure on him, he's done. The Rams, well, they've been very vulnerable. They've been hurt. They've been banged up. I know that they just beat the hell out of the team. But uh, they're coming to our house. I think that's doable. Then we got the Eagles. Need I say more? You just lost to the Miami. 
what was that Miami Hurricanes? I, I don't I don't think that was even an NFL team. But in any case, we're taking them on. We've got a good track record the last couple of years with the Eagles. So yeah, I think that's doable. And then the Redskins versus the Cowboys. Of course, we should come through there if we play vintage ball because the Redskins will have their ears cocked back. They they will be they will be ready for us. I mean, the Redskins just have been playing really well. They're playing solid, and if we overlook this team, we could lose. But we're looking at a ten and six in the next four games. Is that doable? You know, on paper, it looks like it's very doable. Yeah. But I wouldn't trust this team. You know, it's right. uh, it's one of those things. All four of those teams, if the playoffs started today, the they're at home. So, yes, we should win every one of those games. But I'm not confident in any of them. We're going on the road to – I don't know what the forecast is in Chicago, but we don't play well in Chicago over the years. So that scares the hell out of me, right? National mm-hmm. TV, hopefully we don't get embarrassed again. But they do have two things that have hurt us this year. They have a mobile quarterback and a pretty decent running game. So we'll see what happens there. We should win that game. The Rams schooled us in the playoffs last year. You know, we couldn't stop the run to save our lives. But luckily, we're at home where we tend to play a little better. The Eagles, they're, you know, the Eagles might be in worse shape than us. So hopefully we take care of business there. And then we play the Redskins at home. No excuse. You better get it done. Because every one of these teams is out to ruin your your season and play spoiler. So. I got to we'll see, you know, the next four weeks are very in. It's a big test for this team to see what's going to happen. So I'm going to switch to Prescott for a second here. His stats, I got down here. He had 355 yards in that last game and had two touchdowns. In your mind, what is the ratio? And you know what? This is the first time I've heard this question, and it's coming from me. Can you believe that? But uh, the ratio, 355 yards. What should the ratio be per yards to the touchdown? You Does know, that you even make sense? Every hundred yards, every hundred yards equates to a touchdown, right? Right. I mean, that's, right. That that's right. that's so how. You, yep. Yeah, that's that's how it should go. But I, I'm asking you. I mean, that's the perfect utopia. Every hundred yards, you get a touchdown. But 355 still seems like you should have put one more in there, one more in the bucket. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. They didn't score enough points. And, you know, we're a unique team because we have Ezekiel Elliott. So sometimes the quarterback stats are going to suffer because of that. But Zeke didn't get in the end zone either. You know, we had the early touchdown to Witten, and then we cooled off after that. It's unacceptable. Okay. It starts with the quarterback, the staff, all of it. You guys have to do better. Okay, so my point is, I, I just used that game for an instance here. We have Dak, Dak Prescott right now at 3,788 yards. We have uh, Zeke Elliott at 990 yards rushing. We have Amari Cooper at 971 yards receiving. This sounds badass, doesn't it? I mean, you look at these three. That's great on paper. Oh, my God. They're these two running back, and I got a receiver that's going to be close to fifteen hundred. I'd say when the smoke clears, yep. end of the season. That's amazing. You know that, Tyler. That's amazing. The type of stats right there. We should have more wins. Oh, absolutely. It's. I mean, the entire fan base is scratching their heads, saying, "What is going on? Where did we go wrong this year?" 
I can't believe that we sit here at six and six. I can't, I can't put it into words. It sucks. It's the story of our lives the last 25 years. I mean, what yeah. is the problem? And folks out there, I don't know where you stand on this, Tyler, but I, I got to say, this is my opinion. Everyone that was bashing Romo saying that uh, Dak is the guy, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I know Dak's our guy now because, face it, Romo's not ever coming back. It's not – the Elvis is not coming back either, okay? That's the same content as Romo coming back. My point is right. uh, Dak with 3,788 yards – same with Romo. We had we scored all the time with Romo. Our defense let us down, and our defense is doing it again. If our defense just – we cannot get into a softball game with any team. Like, we can't win 17, 15 games all the time. It's got to – we got to have some defense out on the – out on the infield here because this is not happening. We're giving up way too many points for our offense to come back. It's too much. I totally agree. I wish we could have gave Romo a defense later in his career because we would have got Super Bowl number six that we're all coveting here. But, you know, I think Romo was the greatest quarterback in Cowboys history. I might be biased there, but he, he was very under. You make a great yeah. argument. But like you said, you know, it's uh, it's – He's never coming back, so we have to move forward with what we have. And I think Dak Prescott is plenty good enough to win a Super Bowl, and he could be the difference in a game. And you just got to put him in the right position. And, you know, he does make the right decisions most of the time. And you're right, the defense needs to show up because if they can hold up to their end of the bargain, I like our chances with this offense that we have. So going quickly again, I, I interrupted you. We got four games. So what, what's our record in the next four games? You know, I think we're going to beat Chicago, and then I worry about that Rams game. I think we might lose that Rams game, and I think we end up at 9-7. and seven. I think we win out after the after the Rams game. 9-7 and seven, uh, wins our division, that's for sure. So that that's uh, our, our conference, not our division. What the hell am I saying? Uh, but, yeah, we'll be a wild card team. We'll, uh, we'll have to go places. But in any case, uh, yeah, 9-7, and seven, I- I'll buy into that. I'll buy in that. Which one is the one that you see more difficult than the other? We got no, we got the Bears, the Rams, the, the Eagles, and the, the Redskins. Rams is a bad matchup for the Cowboys. Rams, you know, they just uh, they don't match up well with them. So. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's the one I'm worried about too. To be honest with you. All right. Yeah, I mean they they have a stout defensive line. Connor Williams is down. We've been suspect in the interior of our offensive line. For over a year now, <sighs> they got a strong rushing attack. Even though Gurley's not on track, they have great backup, and uh, they have the receivers to spread us out and hurt us if Goff is on point. So yeah, yeah, that looks like a tough game on paper. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. And uh, you want to tell us a little bit about your site? I'd love to get fans on uh, on board on your site as well on Facebook. Yeah, if you guys are on Facebook, I run a, a Cowboys group there. We've been on board for about seven or eight years it's called 24 7 cowboys talk i'm the admin there i'm a little different during game days so don't judge me i'm a little fired up he's great guys a little bit but he's great um you know i'm passionate and i'm you know i'm a fiery guy and a lot of good people over there it's a closed group but send us an invite we'll get you in there and a lot of knowledgeable fans in our group there yeah Uh, they accepted me you know (laughs) anyway absolutely Thank you so much, Tyler. I tell you what, I'd love to have you back on here. It's It's been great, man. Yeah, I love talking football. Let's do it again sometime. Yeah, for sure. 
All right, folks, that's Tyler Harris. And, again, he's with uh, Cowboys 24-7. It's a talk. It's uh, what, what do you guys got? It, it, that, that's all they have to put in there? Cowboys 24-7? Yeah, 24-7 Cowboys talk. It's a group. It's uh, It'll pop up in your search. All right. Thank you, Tyler. And, uh, let, hey, let's. Uh, what, what's the final score this week? I'm going to go Cowboys 24-21. 24-21. God damn it, you got it close. All right. Yeah, All right. It's going to be tough, man. We'll I'll, see. I'll take it. I'll take it. I think uh, Illinois right now, uh, I'm in St. Louis area, and uh, it's a little chilly, but I think in uh, Chicago it's going to be uh, pretty bad there. It's going to be pretty bad Thursday time. All right. In any case, thank you so much, and we'll talk again, brother. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, that was Tyler Harris, my friends. And, uh, hey, that'll do it for our show for our Monday edition here. I appreciate all the support, and we'll have our guys on before Thursday. We'll have it probably Thursday. We'll have our guys on here, and uh, I'm sure Steve was going to have some stuff, and hopefully we get Rodney and whoever else wants to get on the show as well. So God bless us. Hey, stay optimistic. You know, we, we can still – Finish our course with a nine and seven, ten, ten and six type of record here. That's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, that's uh, it's above five hundred, and uh, we'll have to travel places, and uh, we'll have to beat some road warriors. You guys remember those two guys? They were unbelievable. But in any case, that's our show for today. Uh, hey, check us out. I think we'll be on tomorrow as well uh, with a different crew. Uh, possibly we'll have a uh, Steve-O and we'll ha- we might have another fan on the show too. All right. From Jono and the show here, Cowboy Podcast, go to our site, hit a big like on it, by the way, Cowboys Podcast. Uh, it's on Facebook. Hit a big like and hey, drop some comments on there. We got some great posts here. Doc puts up great posts and uh, you guys will enjoy that. Take care, my friends. See ya. Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.